Hello, this is Miriam and you are welcome to Journeys with Podcast. Hi guys, I try to make the interest sound a bit different. If I'm, you know what, should I be honest with you guys? I actually done this intro about three times and I think the intro that you just heard was the right one. You know, different energies for different intros. So I tried the first time, I sounded a bit too wild, you know, because when I'm hyper, I do sound a bit wild. So I thought, you know what, Miriam, do it a second time. The second time I sounded a bit too quiet. So I thought, you know what, Miriam, do it the third time and this let the last one be the last one. And so the one that you just heard was the one that I chose to add for the intro. Those are the behind the scenes stuff, yeah. So hi everyone. I hope that you're doing very well. You are welcome to Journeys with Podcast. You know what, as I always say, I am happy to record this podcast. It's always a good time when I record this podcast, as in I'm always happy to record for this podcast. So for those who have never heard, for those who are listening to this podcast for the first time ever, you are very welcome to the family. This is the sixth episode. And you know what? Sixth episode may not seem like a lot, but I've put my heart on each episode that I've recorded. And so six for me is like, wow, I'm so happy to be here and I'm so happy to record for you guys. So for those who've never heard of Journeys With podcast and have no idea what Journeys With is, let me explain it to you. Okay, cool. Okay, that was really bad singing. You know what? My brother is such a good singer, but I think God, God, God didn't bless me. <laughs> God didn't bless me with the voice, you know. I think, okay. I think you know what I think I'm a good singer, but I don't think there's a I've, I don't think there's anyone in this world who thinks that they are bad singers. I think everyone yeah in their heads think that they are good singers. So I think I'm a good singer, and to actually sing in front of people or my friend, and they're like, no, Miriam, it's not it's not working. You know, there are a lot of things that are working in your life, but your voice, you know, because my brother is like gifted. Yeah, I've got I've got two brothers and. One of them, like, is very gifted when it comes to music. Like, music runs in my family. And so because my brother sings, people, yeah, my friend and stuff, they automatically assume that, you know, growing up, they automatically assume that I was a good singer as well. And apparently I look like someone who can sing. I don't know how someone who can sing looks like. But no, guys, for those who know me, for those who are wondering if I can sing, it's just not my gift. Is Singing is just not my gift. Uh, maybe just for me. Maybe in my head, it, I sing well, but I'm sure it's just not my ministry when that's okay. <laughs> okay, I don't know how this went. Like, I don't even know what I started talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what I started talking about. This was supposed to be an introduction to what this podcast is about. And I started talking about singing. Sorry, guys. You know, I'm not always like this, okay? I'm not always like this. So what is Journeys with Podcast? So Journeys with Podcast is basically a, okay, the format of this podcast is basically I have someone in front of me. I invite someone, somebody, a human being, a beautiful human being, and I basically, um, you know, invite them into my home in terms of not my home literally, but, you know, into this podcast to basically share their journey, um, their journeys, because I think everyone has a story, right? 
everyone no story is not important no story is irrelevant like life is a journey people say that life what do they say life is not a destination life is a destination the life is a journey it's not a destination so yeah so everyone is on a journey right and so i have people that i invite on this podcast to share their stories to share their journeys you know i've had people talking about you know their journey through grief losing a loved one i've had someone talking about their journey um their journey to you know to their dreams basically their journey in terms of achieving their dreams i've had someone talk about you know the rejection that they faced and how they've been able or how they're able to overcome rejection and overcome you know uh, insecurities so it's just been a very very um yeah, it's just been a very, very good journey recording this podcast, having different people come in to share their journeys and their testimonies with us. It's just been lovely. And so um, I've taken a little, little, little tiny break from the like original format of this podcast, which is normally me interviewing somebody. So I always have someone with me. But I mean, I'm taking a little break to get more people to come in. I need to record more episodes with like interview episodes. And so I'm in the process of doing this and I enjoy it so much. I love interviewing people. I love sitting down with people and share, exchange. And it's just, I love it so much. And if you haven't listened to the previous episode, I would invite you to listen to them. They're all available on Anchor, on iTunes. And you can also, also follow Journeys with Podcast on Instagram and you can actually follow my personal Instagram if you want to uh, at beauty flower that's the username of my Instagram beauty flower don't don't mind me I was probably young when I started Instagram um, so yeah it's just a bit too late now to change my username so yeah it's beauty it's beauty flower on Instagram Alright, so what is this episode about? This is the sixth episode. Ooh, glory be to God. So as I said on my previous episode, um, when I don't have someone with me on this podcast, I basically tell, it's just me and I talk about the things that I learned during that week or the things that I learned in the two weeks that I haven't been recording, basically. And so that's the, basically the same thing. I'm going to share with you the things that I've learned this week, last week, that's, that have... Um, impacted me or so um all right what have i learned this week how has this week been for me um you know what yeah i learn every day life is such a journey um and that's what this podcast is about journeys with so i learned every day there's always something and i i I, every day i feel like i'm learning a bit more about myself you know and that's what i like about life you know i don't know where i heard that i don't know when it was but it's like i heard someone saying that you know like life is all about learning like it's actually okay to change it's actually okay for your opinions to change for you to grow because sometimes yeah, as people it's like you know we are stuck with an image of who we're supposed to be it's like no i can't like we put ourselves in boxes a lot of the times um i can speak for myself like in terms of you know there were things that i liked five years ago that I don't like anymore and that's okay and so I'm learning that you know life is actually a journey and the way that I think right now or my level of growth right now I hope will not be the same five years from now it's okay for your taste to change it's okay for you to grow it's okay for you to mature and that's what I'm learning and what I learned this week is basically that you know learning about my limits learning about you know growth you know, being tested, learning through these tests, 
overcoming challenges basically that's what this week's been about so to be more specific um this week yeah if i'm being honest there's something that i really wanted like you know when there's an like you there's something that you want and you pray for it or you know in your mind you have an image of how something should be like and so that's basically how this week started for me like there's something that i really really desired and something that I thought, you know, should happen for me. And it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. Like, this was just a specific prayer point. Something that I really wanted. Like, something specific. Not that I was going to die without it. But it's just something, like, in my head it was like, oh gosh, if this happens, I'll be so, like, I'll be so happy. Like, oh my gosh, that's it. And it didn't happen. And if you're not careful in those times, yeah, when you pray for something and it doesn't happen... Or when you, you know, when you pray for a specific thing that you want. Just something that you want and it doesn't happen. If you're not careful in these times. Like, if you're not careful in those times when you pray and it doesn't happen. If you're not careful, you can actually lose your faith. And that's actually the message in church that, like, um, I heard in terms of, like, the word that I heard on Sunday. That was actually it. And it's like, that's what happened. Like this week, this message kept coming in terms of if you're not careful in the times when you're facing hurdles and you're facing hardships, if you're not careful, basically, yeah, the whole message is just hold on to your faith. If you lose your faith, yeah, faith is the most important thing not to lose and hope. If like in times when you're going through hardships, make sure that you don't lose your faith. Make sure that though you're disappointed, although there's something that you wanted, but you don't have, like, it, it just God didn't answer it or it was just not God's plan and something else worked out instead, don't lose your faith. Faith is just the most important thing not to lose. If you get to a point where it's like all hope is lost and you think there's no hope and you lose your faith, that's basically a recipe for disaster. So, you know, I listened to um, the late Miles Monroe as, as well, and he mentioned the same thing about, you know, faith is just the most important thing not to lose. If you ever, you know, get into a place where it's like, I have no faith, is is dangerous. It's basically a dangerous place to be. It's dangerous to live life with no hope. You know, and I know that there are people in life, I forgot what the term is, it's not a religion, but it's like a vocation. <laughs> it's a vocation that people in life, yeah, I don't, they have a, it's not a religion, but it's like they have a belief of not expecting anything. It's like, it's their religion to live just to live. I forgot what is actually that term, like people, it's not, I looked it up this week, yeah, there are people out there who basically live life with that in mind, that I'm not expecting anything there's no God, there's no hope, life is just for living. I forgot, like, okay, just hold on, I will look it up on the internet and I will give you the exact definition. <laughs> anyway, guys, I spent like the last 10 minutes trying to find it because I remember I went on Google and um, basically I heard about the fact that there are people whose, you know, religion, quote unquote, is 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 the belief that life has no meaning and no purpose and so they live life literally purposely without hope 
because they think that it's not atheist though it's not atheists it's another kind of religion they live life with that hope and they honestly believe that life has no meaning and so that's basically their religion like they live life with no purpose that's what they believe in and i was reading that i remember i don't know why i didn't save that, that I, I didn't i didn't save it because i remember reading that and thinking is that actually a vocation for some people is that actually a belief like a religion quote unquote for some people to just believe that there's no meaning that life has no meaning and i'm like no you actually can't live life with that hope and i remember not long I mean, long, not long ago, I wanted to write an article actually about hope and is it actually possible to live life without hope? And I was going to go deep into whether hope is is necessary, like the 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 negatives, the negative side of hope and the positive side of hope. The negative side of hope being that you know people might stay in a job that they hate because of hope because of oh my gosh i'm gonna get money and so i need to stay in this job or oh i'm gonna have a christmas i'm gonna have like two weeks break um after christmas so i need to stay longer in this job though they hate the job because of hope of the future and because of the hope of you know the paycheck they remain in a job that they hate and so i was going to write an article about whether hope is a good or bad thing is it not a bad thing if people like stay in 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 rubbish situations only because of hope wouldn't life be better without hope because then it would propel people into doing things you know that they actually like doing more than staying in a job or doing stuff that they hate just because of the future and what they're gonna get you know so anyway i was gonna but now like wow i'm thinking no man like actually life with that hope is really meaningless like i can't imagine because hope is actually very necessary even if i was watching a documentary yesterday because i love documentaries and i tend to watch things that are quiet like <laughs> people would think <laughs> miriam why would you watch things like that but i watched a documentary on prison inmates it was a French documentary. It was basically a documentary that was basically exploring... Um, no, it was basically a documentary about uh, prisoners that are, um, you know, like, that have sentences of, like, that have life sentences or, like, 25 to life sentences. And basically, the documentary was exploring people who basically are in prison for, like, long sentences or even for life. And, you know, their mindset and they were interviewing these inmates and, you know, stuff. And a lot of them were saying that, you know, what keeps them sane in prison, yeah? Even though they have a huge chance of, of, of staying in prison for life what keeps them zane what kept most what keeps most of them zane is the possibility of uh leaving prison is the possibility of you know um you know i don't know how i don't know the the pre the proper prison terms but it's just the possibility of being out one day you know or for those who are sentenced for maybe 40 years it's just the possibility of you know the thought of being out after 20 years so that gives them hope because a lot of them were saying that you know without hope they will go crazy like 
prison can actually make you crazy. It can make you cra- can make you go crazy because you're there and you know that you're there for life, or you're there but you know that you have thirty years to go in your sentence, or minimum fifteen years to go. So it's like you're in your first year and you know that you're going to be here for the next twenty, fifteen years, or twenty five years, or for some of them, life. In times like this, how do you actually go through life? You go crazy. So some of them were saying that, particularly one of them was saying that, yo, like hope helps them not to go crazy. The hope of them leaving or they're just looking forward to the future helps them to not go crazy. And so it just makes me think like, wow, it's actually true, you know. Like having no faith or having no hope is like it's it's a recipe for disaster like it's a recipe and that's why so many people yeah you see people i I will not go deep into that because people have different reasons for doing different things but that's why you see people that just can't live life anymore and they think that death is the best thing because they just don't see a way out they don't see a way out and so in their mind a lot of them think oh it's better that i die because i don't see how i'm gonna get out This is too painful. I don't see how I will ever get better. And I remember going through a period of my life here where I actually thought, what's the point? Like, what, like, what's, what's the point? Like, like, how, how, like, there's no, like, there's, I, I just remember going through that period in my life thinking, thinking, is that it? Because I remember, like, there was just a period of my, where I tried everything that I could try as a person in terms of just to make it happen, to make dreams happen, to make life happen, to make me happy, to make whatever I wanted to do happen. And I remember trying what I could try as a person and thinking, What's, what else? What else can I do? And it's, on, it's not until I, speak, I actually spoke to my brother I don't know what would have happened if I hadn't spoken to it because I was like, oh, yo, I was so, I was just down. I was depressed, okay? And I remember talking to my brother about how I felt, about how I felt like there was nothing else. There was no hope in my situation. Like, God was not going to come through. And my brother spoke to me and he said, Miriam, what you're going through here, I've been through it as well. I've been through, there's a way, there's, there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel of this situation. Like a lot of people, Miriam, are going through the same thing that you're going through. And there is life after that. And just that one sentence changed my life. That one sentence, just to know that I wasn't the only person, that just to know that, yo, there's actually life after that. I'm not the only person who has been through this. It, it lifted such a burden it lifted such a burden just to know that there's life after that so if there's anyone go through difficulties if there's anyone you know what you know what you're going through god knows what you're going through your parents may not even know your best friend may not even i may not even know what you're going through but god knows god knows and i just want to assure you that there is hope there is hope like there is life after that there is that you will get through it whatever you're going through no matter how it is no matter how how tough how you have to hustle there is hope after that there is light at the end of the tunnel just don't give up don't sink in too deep to think that there is no hope and there is no hope because there is hope there is hope 
there is hope just hold on a little bit more just hold on a little bit more you know and i also learned about the importance of living in the present living in the present something that i tend not to do at all <laughs> and i'm changing um because i tend to think about the future a lot and i tend to think about the past a lot and i don't really tend to live in the present until recently i learned the importance of living in the now and so for those who are going through tough times right now and you don't see any hope, like you don't, like it's just tough, like life is just hard. Sometimes it's not even that you're going through a hard time. It's just that life is long sometimes. just It's just long. Everything is just long. Like waking up, going to work, doing the same thing over and over again, wanting to travel but having no money. Um, just little, little things can just be annoying. It's not, it doesn't even have to be deep. It's just sometimes, yeah, the little things can be annoying. Even like like your parents, like living with your parents can even be annoying. When you're 25 yeah, or 26 and you still live with mom and dad and you have your mom or your dad shouting in your ears and you want your own space but then it's expensive and it's like, okay, I have to stay here. I'm not trying to pay £2,000 for rent. like So I have to stay here and remain here and listen to my mom and listen to my dad. And, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. Just little things like this can be hard. But just know that it's just temporary. It's just temporary. Whatever you're going through that is tough, is temporary. It, you will get through it. It will get easier. It will get easier. It will actually get easier. And you are, you are made for this. You are made for this. Uh, you know, you sink deep, yeah? When you, t when you think that you're, whatever you're going through, the, 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 the hardships that you're going through are higher than you. That's when you, you sink deep because you think... Whatever you're going through, it's just too much. But just know that is you will get through it. And you're not the only one going through tough times. A lot of people go through different situations. You know, what may be big for you, what may be small for like what may be big for someone else in terms of what they're going through may be small for you. And what you're going through may be nothing for some other people. But just know that you will get through it. You will get through it. You know, I may not know what you're going through. But just know that you're, you will get through it. You look back at this and be like, wow, I went through it. And that's exactly how I feel when I look back at some of the things that I've been through. Um, to be honest, yeah, there are 30, 40-year-old people that will listen to this podcast and be like, you're only 25. But I think it's important to know, you know, because sometimes, yeah, we look at other people's um, trials and hardship and we, we kind of... Um, how do you call it? We just demonize it. I don't know how to call it. We 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 tend to think that it's nothing because what we've been through is is bigger. But you know what? Yeah, what may be small for you is a lot for other, for people. <laughs> That's like what may be small for you is a lot for people. So just you will get through. I look back at some of the things. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, Miriam. I remember thinking I was gonna die. <laughs> I remember thinking that that second year of uni when I had no food. Yeah. <laughs> That second year of uni, when then I was broke, I I remember thinking, yo, what is this? Is this what uni is about? But I went through it, and now I look back and I just smile. So I have um, how do you call it? I have I remember I will read to you yeah a write up yeah that I wrote in twenty fifteen. Um, I remember right. It's not a poem or anything. I don't even know how poems are. Like, how do you write a poem? It's not even a poem. I just, I, I, I like like when I write it. It sometimes helps me to, 
evacuate all the like things that I have inside me. And so I remember writing this just be, just to evacuate, really, just to like just to let off steam. I remember writing this in 2015. And it's basically the title of this is Lonely Feelings. And I remember writing this yeah, at a time when I was going through a testing period in terms of, you know what? Yeah, when I was going through that period, I didn't, it was, it was hard. But now I look back here and I'm like, you know, I have, I have God all over those memories. When I think back about when I wrote that piece, when I think back up, when I think back here, all I see is God all over it. Because I remember how God was with me during those times. And it was tough. But I look back and I'm like, not that I want to go back, but I'm like, I remember, yeah. Because sometimes when you're going through tough times, that's when you're the, you feel the closest to God. That's when God is there. So when I think back about those memories, I remember how close I was to God. I've never been this close to God in my walk. And so I will read to you how that piece that I wrote in 2015, uh, May 1st, 2015, I was in uni, my second year of uni, and I will just read it to you, yeah? Okay, so it's called Lonely Feelings. All right, here it goes. That unfamiliar feeling, that familiar but unfamiliar feeling, that normal but abnormal feeling, that non-genetic, unwanted, unnatural but human natural feeling, that feeling that shouldn't be there but is there. They call it loneliness. It must be loneliness. That dead old feeling that occasionally pops out after you've been enlightened at the full revelations of who you really are. That feeling that comes after you've experienced that divine encounter, that beautiful exchange, that light, and have now come to realize the depth of your existence, the outstanding beauty of your being, the unlimited possibilities that are there for you, the unmeasurable crazy love that the king has for you. But then, that detestable feeling... That feeling but unfamiliar feeling that appears when you least expect it. It is that feeling when you temporarily want to fit in, though your inner self fully knows that you were born to stand out and not fit in. That period of loneliness when you feel that you have enough but don't have enough. When you feel that something is lacking and yet you know that you have more than what an enough person has. That lovely state of mind when your inner self takes over. When you look at the mirror and see the future, the next generation. When you look at yourself and realize that your life is not your own. When you become aware that, that lonely feeling, that natural but unnatural detestable feeling is only temporary. A valley to prepare you for that future you talk about. In that future where you can't be slave to your emotions but slave to your purpose. That future when you'd have to walk straight and not become unfocused because of lonely feelings. That bright future when God is still your portion and leading you. So yeah, I remember writing this year and honestly, yeah, I wrote this to pour out my feelings. And it was such an interesting season like, not in a good sense, 
of course it was like an interesting season when I, when I think back it's in a good sense but when I was going through it it wasn't a good thing um so I remember during that period it was so interesting yeah because I had so much that's what uh what was that verse that said when you feel that something is lacking and yet know that you have more than what an enough person has so it was a season when i had so much so many opportunities i was at uni my second year i was enjoying my course so i was blessed yeah but at the same time i felt lonely it's very interesting i thought i thought like i had so much and i knew how blessed i was but also felt lonely at the same time. So it's a bit like a how do they, how do they call it in English when like yeah opposite things make sense. I forgot what it's called. But yeah, that's basically what I experienced. And the reason why I felt lonely at that stage, yeah, was not because God wasn't with me. I knew that God was with me, but it's because I was going through something that nobody knew. It's only God that knew. And basically, what happened is I was going through um physically. I was not physically well. Um, I was just not phys- like I was. I wasn't physically well. I had some really strange symptoms, and that prevented me at that time from eating. I couldn't eat. Basically, I was going through that thing where, because of the symptoms that I experienced, I was. I just could not hold food. And so I remember, you know, and of course I had, you know, I knew that it wasn't a bad diagnosis. I wasn't sick, but I had those symptoms. It was like, I had those symptoms, but if I went to the doctor, they wouldn't find anything wrong, basically. And so because of those symptoms, physical symptoms that I had, I couldn't hold food. And so I couldn't eat. I couldn't. And I was like, it might seem like nothing, yeah, but there's nothing worse than feeling ill or feeling that you're not well in yourself, but then having... God tells you that you're okay and having to trust God in those times when you feel like, Lord, you're telling me that I'm well, but I feel like I'm not well. And having to be silent and trust God and trust God's word and not your feelings is a very hard thing to do. And so I was going through that period where my feelings were saying, I need an operation. I'm dying. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And God was telling me, Miriam, calm down. Just trust me. So I was going through that period of having to trust God, despite feeling like doing everything without God and making it happen. I had to be silent and trust God. And so it was a very, very like hard season that actually made me the person that I've that I become, that I became. And so, yes, I felt like I had so, I was so blessed, but also felt lonely because I was like, only God and me knew what was happening. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. And so I wrote this piece to just describe that. And yeah, and the last uh, paragraph of this says, uh, that lovely state of mind when your inner self takes over, when you look at the mirror and see the future, the next generation. It's like when you look at yourself and you know that, yo, what you're going through right now, yeah, there's a future for it. There's a reason for it. There's a reward at the end of it. When you look at yourself and realize that your life is not your own. And sometimes, yeah, when, especially when you become a vessel and God wants to use you, you know, yeah, without God, yeah, let's just agree that we are so dirty. There's so many things in us, yeah, that don't make us 
like some like, like there's so many things in our share that God has to rip off in order for us to be pure and for him to use us there's so many things in us so many things that you know as we walk with christ he has to rip off you know you, you become a new creation so there's so many things old way of thinking old everything just you have to basically you have a new identity and so in 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 those times when god is preparing to use you and in those times when you actually give yourself to god you have to go through time you go you have to go through a period where when it's difficult when god is like testing you and when you have you have to let go when you have you're having to let go of your old habits and you know that period is tough because god is ripping god is god is ripping the wrong foundation so that you know your foundation can be stable and in the right place you know and so that was what was happening to me during that period and so I wrote, when you look at yourself and realize that your life is not your own, when you become aware that that lonely feeling, that natural but unnatural detestable feeling is only temporary, a valley is like a journey, something that you have to go to, to prepare you for that future that you talk about, Miriam. In that future where you can't be slave to your emotions, but slave to your purpose. That future when you'd have to walk straight and not become unfocused because of lonely feelings. That bright future when God is still your portion and leading you. And so that period, though it was really tough because like I was letting go of my old demons. I was letting go of things like my wrong foundation you know, before I had Christ. It was a tough period. But I look back and I'm like, I'm so thankful because during that period, I got close to God like never, never. Let me put on my French accent, never before. I got close to God like never before. <laughs> That's when I'm serious. Like I put on my French British accent. I got close to God like never before, guys. It's very, it's, it's incredible. No, let me be serious. Okay, so I got close to God yeah, like never before, guys. It was, yeah, and I look back at it, and yeah, that period actually made me the person that I am today. And sometimes, yeah, as I'm going through life right now, I'm like, God brings bring back that test, bring bring it back, bring it back again, because I wish I could go through it again. Because back then, yeah. It was tough for me, but right now, yeah, if he makes me go through the same thing that I went through, I'll be all right. Like, I'd rather have that than, you know, worse, you know, because now I look back and I'm like, that was, that was nothing, you know? Well, it was something, but it's like, wow, like, it's nothing, like, it's nothing compared to, you know, because I'm much stronger now. And so, yeah, so that's basically it, guys. So whatever you're going through, yeah, and I'm continuously on this journey, I'm continuously you know, the things that I'm, that I'm, life, the journey that I'm going through today, I'm sure five years from now, the difficulties and the good things that I'm going through right now, I'm sure five years from now, I'll think back and I'm like, wow, I'll be like, well, actually, thank God for what I went through in 2019, because it actually made me the person that I am now, you know, it made me to not focus on what people think of me, but actually focus on God and his purpose for my life, you know, it made me you know, not be a people pleaser, but now I do things to actually please God. You know, so whatever you're going through today, yeah, whatever you're going through, yeah, just know that 
you'll be all right. God is with you. It's not easy. It's not easy. Life is not that easy, but God is with you. You know, that's why, you know, the Bible talks about whatever we're going through. Yeah, Jesus knows exactly how it feels because, you know, he became human for our sake. And he's so compassionate and God is there. Just know that you're not alone. Open up to somebody. The importance of opening up as well. You know, I remember I, I never used to be someone who opens up. And I used to suffer as a result of it. You know, but just imagine that period yeah, where I told you that I was going through a tough time. And, you know, I felt like there was nothing more that I could do. And I was like, what else? And I opened up to my brother and he told me that Miriam, I went through the same thing. Just him saying that honestly lifted such a burden. And just imagine at that time I hadn't opened up to him or anyone. In my head, I'd probably be like, yeah, that's the worst thing that I'm going through. And nobody has ever been through this and there's no hope. Who knows what I would have done after that? What stupid decision I would have made. As a result, opening up to a loved one made me realize that there's a life after that. And so if you don't have anyone who has told you that, just know that whatever you're going through, there is life after that. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Open up to someone open up to your friend, open up to God, you'll be fine, all right, okay guys, oh, I really enjoyed recording this episode, it actually like blessed me, and I feel like I'm going to listen back to this episode as well, because I need my own advice sometimes, and I need encouragement myself sometimes, so God is so good guys, I'm going to church tonight, I'm so excited, I actually love church, church is fun, Church is actually fun. Yeah, it is fun. I think it's important to pray, yeah? If you're looking for a church, it's important to pray for it. Like, God actually, like, bring about a church there that I feel comfortable in. A church that is good. A church that where I will learn. And God will definitely answer that prayer for you. Okay, that was just a bit random, but yeah. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this episode. I had so much fun recording. I mean, that would probably be my favorite episode, you know. I really enjoy recording this. Find me on Instagram. Uh, you can rate this podcast on iTunes, guys. Journeys with Podcast. Give me five ratings if you enjoyed it. Okay. Bye, guys. God bless. Signing out. <laughs>